So my name is Carlos and um, this is really more about you guys, not so much about me. So I'm going to ask you guys some questions and generally I'm going to tell you a little bit about the career that I'm in, but um, I also want to get into some other things. And I know we have what, like 45 minutes roughly. Okay. So um, just, just, so you know, whatever you think uh, you know about video as a career, video or film, anything like that, whatever you know about it, you're pretty much there. Like there's not, it's not a very complicated career. It's just a very tough career. And you have to, um, you have to be prepared to work really hard and you have to be prepared to take a lot of chances and you have to be prepared to, you know, sort of be, uh, challenge yourself to be a little bit more than whatever you are already. Um, it's kind of a sport. I like to think of it as a sport. So, um, but before we get into that, uh, I want to know a little bit about you guys. So how many of you guys actually uh, want to be in the video or film industry uh, as a career? Dang, this warms my heart. You, you, you're like thinking about it, you're on the fence. No shame in it. No, no shame in it, guys. No shame in it. Yeah. Okay, cool. That is interesting. Well, uh, I'll just ask. So, uh, well, why are you on the fence about it? Why, why do you? Why do you, where, where are you interested? Uh, I've, I've done a lot with it and I just, I really like creativity. Oh, wow. That's great. That's a good answer. Well, what about you? Why, why are you interested in? Because uh, I'm a really fan of the creativity, but, but um, unlike artists or like kinds of jobs where you have to work independently, I've, I've, I, like, I like the creativity, but then like it, it also has like organization. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Hi, welcome. We, we just got started, so go ahead and jump right in. Cool. Okay, we're going to put you on the spot real quick because you're the last one in. Uh, are you interested in a video or film career? Yeah. Yeah, why? Um, I don't know. You don't know? That's okay. There's no shame in that. Okay, why are you interested in a film career or video really career? Like making things and creating things that I have Cool. Awesome. Anyone else want to go? Want to, want to tell us why? You're, I, I have a feeling you're kind of a quiet one, so I want to put you on the spot real quick. Um, I want to because I want to be able to share some of my like, cool stories with the world. Okay. It's kind of cheesy when I say it, but... It's not cheesy at all. Do you, uh, are, are you thinking about like uh, stories in terms of like film? Yeah. Yeah, like you want to make movies? Yeah. Okay, very bold. Very bold. Okay, cool. Okay, well, <clears throat> um, not sure where to start. I've done this before, but I, it's always weird because I don't want to bore you, but I'll, and I also don't want to lie to you. I don't want to give you any misconceptions. I just want to be very, very honest with you about what it means to be a professional in the video slash film industry because they kind of, you know, they kind of coincide. So um, my name is Carlos. This is my company, Creative24. Uh, when you are in the video or film industry, you almost have to be uh, a bit of an entrepreneur. You, know, you guys all know what an entrepreneur is? Yeah, you, you got to be a little bit of an entrepreneur because the, the video industry uh, is... Do you guys know a real estate agent in your life? Do you guys, anybody like a family member or someone that's a real estate agent? No? Um, what's a real estate agent like? 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, that career is also one that a lot of people you know are interested in, and you, obviously you can make money. But uh, for that, for a career like that, you absolutely have to be an entrepreneur. You have to be a business-minded person because you have to go and you have to make clients, you have to make generate business, you have to find a house, sell it, market it, do all that stuff. So you, uh, you have to be in this mindset that you're not going to depend on anybody and you're not going to wait for anybody to give you an opportunity and you're just going to jump on the first thing that the, um, the first open door, right? And if you're wrong, you're wrong. Uh, so that's what it means to be in the video industry as a career. Um, and I know you guys, a lot of you guys said creativity is something that you're interested in. Um, and creativity is definitely a big part of it. Um, but I'm curious, why, why creativity? Like, why is creativity so important to you guys? Why is that something that you feel like you have to have in a career? Just anybody go ahead and raise your hand if you want to tell me why. Awesome. That's good. Anyone else? You want to tell us why creativity is important? I've always been doing it, and I don't really see a life without creativity. Ah. It's like a very dull life. How long have you been working with video? Five-ish years. How old are you now? I'm 18. I just turned 18. Okay. Yeah. So what were you, like, 13? <laughs> yeah, I was, I was young because I started making, like, movies with just, like, an iPhone, but we'd write all the scripts for it and do it. How many of you guys have a similar story? You guys have been doing it since you were 13. Okay. That's awesome. Man. So you guys are right. Like, you guys um, uh, are in my heart right now. Because I started when I was about 12, 13. But I was a different... I'm almost 30. So I was a different generation. We didn't have smartphones. We had, a, we had what you call a, a mini, mini DV cameras. Uh, and that's if you saved up some money, you know. Uh, if you saved up some money, you could go and uh, my first my first camera, my first professional camera was a Canon XL1, um, and uh, it's like a paperweight now. But it's it's this big old camera that shoots uh, at like 480p, and uh, and you have one tape that holds an hour of footage, and it takes an hour to uh, upload the footage to a computer. And if you want to make that footage slow motion, you have to uh, like export a uh, the the clip that you want, and then you have to convert it to a different file, and then you can stretch that file out, and then you have to, then you have to export that to a different file, and then you have to put it right back in the timeline. So you, ha you it, it went through like three different exports before it was a slow motion clip, right? And now you can do slow motion right in the camera, like that camera can do. 120, you know, p. That was un unheard of when uh, when I was your age, and uh, and the thing the thing is, and you, as you guys might identify with this, is um, the thing is that if you are going to be successful in this field, it's not about te the technology, it's not about what camera you have, it's not about what school you go to, it's not about uh, you know what computer you're working with. It's all about. It comes back to what I said before. Are you the kind of person 
that is going to take opportunities, make the most of those opportunities, and then just always not, not having to depend on anybody, going forward and pushing forward and getting things done, making people happy. That's the kind of thing that is eventually, way down the road, going to give you a chance to be creative for a living. So I wrote here, yes and no. So um, what, what, somebody tell me, what does yes mean? It's a confirmation, yes. Um, but so how many times a day do you, get, do you say yes or no to something? Probably like a lot, right? And it's always like little things like, do you want, uh, you know, do you want cream in your coffee? Yeah. Do you want, um, do you want cheese on that? Whatever. It's always, it's always little things, right? But here's the thing. In a creative career, keeping in mind the entrepreneurial nature of it, in a creative career, you always, you're a, you're a lone person, okay? You're a lone person that has nothing but a desire to, to be creative and to make movies and to make videos. And you're always going to have an opportunity. You're always going to have an opportunity to operate as that. Uh, right now, the, the one person in this room, and it's, you know, it's not, I'm not trying to like, uh, you know, be a jerk or anything, but the one person in, the, in this room that took an opportunity was this guy, right? Because I said, who wants to run this camera? And he was the first one that raised his hand, at least the one, the first that I noticed, right? So every, every opportunity that you have like that, you have a yes or a no. This is going to sound so like simple, right? It's going to sound like, um, like, I'm, like I'm talking down to you, but I'm not. Um, I'm talking to you as though I wish someone had talked to me because I probably would have made less mistakes. Um, so every opportunity, every single day, you can choose to say yes, you can choose to say no. What happens when you say yes is you're, in a, you're, you're at a fork in the road every time you get a chance to say yes or no. You're at a fork in the road. Usually when you say no, that fork stops, okay? That path stops, and then it takes you backwards. That's usually what, what no's do, and, and not in every case, and I'll, I'll get into, I'll get more specific about that, but usually a yes takes you forward. And a yes can, at the time, it can seem like it's not beneficial to you. So for instance, I'm not paying, uh, our, sorry, what was your name again? Landon. Landon. I'm not paying Landon to do that right there, okay? Uh, and some people might be like, oh, well, you know, I have a nice camera. I have, you know, I've been doing this for a while. I should make some money for doing this, or I, I should get something out of this, right? But what you, what you get whenever you say yes, whether or not there's money involved, is experience. So right now, uh, Landon just is learning a little bit about how to operate one piece of gear, which is a, a, an A6500. It's kind of an entry-level camera. But he now knows something that before he didn't. So he, has a, he just added a little bit of experience to his vault. Okay? And so later down the road, if he has an opportunity to run a similar camera or to record someone in a room like this, he'll be like, hey, I actually did this before. 
And, and you know, maybe I didn't do a great job. I'm not saying you're not doing a great job. I'm sure you are. But, you know, maybe I could have done better. But uh, I'll just try it again. And you don't have to pay me anything. I'll just do it for the experience. And, uh, and then hopefully I'll do a good job. And if you like it, maybe we can work together again. Okay? So, again, that's, that's creating. That's Landon creating his own opportunity. That's him uh, trying to get nothing but experience. Okay? And so here's what happens about five years later of just doing nothing but saying, yes, I'll do it. Yes, I'll give it a try. Yes, I might mess up. You know, yes, I might completely screw this up. And you will. You're going to make crazy mistakes. You're going to piss people off. You're going to waste money. Like, you're going to do a lot of mistakes saying yes. But what happens is, especially when you get into those those times when you make mistakes, you're going to get experience. And that experience is like, it's like sharpening a blade. It's like sharpening a sword that you have. And the more experience that you have and you keep sharpening and sharpening, the more that you're like ready for any battle. Like you're ready for anything. And then, and then before you know it, like 15 years later, like myself, I, um, I can get into a conference situation. I know how to do it right. I can get into a, an event situation, I know how to do it right. A television commercial, I know how to do it right. I, you know, um, a, a film, like a narrative movie, I know, I know how to work just about any aspect of that production, right? Because I've, uh, I've ran cables, I've done sound, I've done camera, I've done editing, I've done all that. For the first 10 years, I made no money. No money, you know, but that's okay. I got experience. And then the last five years is when, uh, actually, this is, what, this is where creativity pays off. Because what happens when you have experience is whatever you think is creativity now is nothing when you don't have the experience to manifest it. Does that make sense? So if you have a vision, right? Like you have a vision for a movie, I'm assuming. You probably see it in your head many times. Have you made a short film yet? Um, once. once? I, would be, I would be concerned if it turned out super well the first time. But um, how, so when, when are you making your next one? What are you waiting for? Okay. Well, it's not going to come to you. You got to go to it. Remember, you can't, you can't depend on it. You can't even depend on inspiration. Inspiration doesn't exist. Like, you, you got to get that script written right now. But anyway, that's, the whole, that's another conversation. Um, the, next, uh, the next short film that you make, all those lessons you learned the first time that you feel like didn't make a great film, they're going to help you make a better film. So your, your creativity... Hi. Your, your creativity, that, uh, those ideas, they're going to manifest themselves. They're going to materialize a lot better and more solidly once you know how to better run a camera, how to better run sound, how to better you know, communicate and uh, delegate tasks and work with people, work as a team. In the post-production, the editorial, you're going to know better how to, you know, how to uh, add the right kind of sound mixing. You're going to know how to do the color grading correctly so that uh, as your experience grows, your creativity becomes less and less and less constrained by the technical 
aspect of things. So what, what am I trying to say with that is after like 10 years, which is roughly 10,000 hours of, of just nothing but grind, you become an expert. And once you become an expert, right, you, it takes about 10,000 hours to master something. Do you guys know that? Okay. So about 10,000 hours in, uh, you're going to have people going like, hey, I have this idea. Um, and, uh, and I have a, I have a company, this is my case. This, ha this happens all the time. Uh, in fact, it happened yesterday. Uh, I have an, I have an electric company and, uh, we, we know we need to do TV and we're not sure what we need to do, but this is, uh, this is what we have to achieve. This is what our sales goals are. And I'm like, okay, well, what if we like show these people and we show this and we get a house and we show this house and we show these people and we show the, the panels and we have this call to action. And, and so I'm just telling them what their commercial is going to look like. And they're like, oh my God, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. I'm like, okay, awesome. We can shoot it this day, this day. We can have it to you in like three weeks, right? And they're like, oh, fantastic, great. So my creativity at that point is what is generating my uh, opportunities. It's not so much the technical. So does that make sense? So if creativity is important to you, if you want to be creative for a living, got to put in the work at the beginning. You have to be able to reconcile all the boring stuff so that you can earn your way to freedom. So yeah, creativity is, is my number one priority. So, so now that I have everything else taken care of, I can get to be creative and I can, and I can enjoy that part of the job where all you, do, well, well, not all you do, but you get to go into the conference rooms and have those fun conversations where you're like, oh, what if we had like a UFO come in? And what if we had like, you know, this thing light on fire and we had this explosion and we had this guy on green screen. You don't get to have those conversations until you know exactly what you're talking about because people are trusting you with their money. And that's, uh, and that's, where, uh, that's where I'm going to switch gears a little bit because now we're talking about money. And money is the number one thing, guys. It has to be the number one thing. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm looking at you because, you know, you, I can tell you're an artist and that's fantastic. You should consider yourself an artist and you should be passionate and you should have a, a you know, a, nothing but like a desire to get your vision out there. But if you don't learn how to eventually monetize what you're doing, then you're just simply not going to have a career. So that, that does come with experience as well. It the, the, the money part comes with experience. But, um, but the, the, the focus should be becoming an expert. And um, just a funny observation, the word expert, the, the, the word expert, what's like the key part of that word? It is, but it, I mean, but even at a more simpler level, like, look at the word expert. What's like the most experienced? Yeah, exactly. When I go into a room and I say, "Hey, I'm an expert in video," I'm not just someone that's good at it. I'm someone that knows exactly what he's talking about because I've done it. Okay. So if you take anything from me, take that. It's like you're, you've already started making videos. You already started making movies. How many how many videos do you make like in a month? three in a month. That's a fantastic number. I can tell you you're like, you're in a great, you're on a great track. Uh, doing one is 
a month is you're on, a, on the right track. So when did I start feeling confident? I started feeling confident just like about five years ago. And it's, and it's when I had, I was literally working on like two or three videos a day. And I felt like, oh man, I'm not dropping the ball. Like I had different types of projects and I remember feeling like, oh my God, I don't know what I'm doing. Oh my God, I don't know how to do this or that. And then once I kind of felt like, man, I'm kind of just like, just going through these really fast. I don't know what's going on. Is when I realized like, oh, maybe I know exactly what I'm doing. And then the more that I kind of felt like, yeah, I think I know exactly what I'm doing. The more that I just started telling people, hey, you know what? I think I know how to do this. And so just, I think what I'm trying to say is I started declaring it too. I started just saying it out loud. Hey, I'm really good at this. Hey, I know what I'm doing. I'm an expert, you know? And then, and then just, but letting, but letting the work speak for itself, right? Like saying, you can trust me, I'm an expert, but then actually doing it and getting it right, you know? So it's a little bit of like believing in yourself, declaring it, and then doing it, demonstrating that you can do it. Anyone else? Questions? Um, other people's opinion uh, and other people saying like, what? You were doing what? You know, like get a real job, you know? Uh, other people are always going to tell you how they feel about what you're doing, but they're never going to tell you, and they can't, but they're never going to tell you how you feel about something or how you should feel about something. You know, like people will feel afraid. You say, I'm going to be a, a professional creative. They're going to be like, I don't know anybody that does that. I don't know if you can be successful. You know, maybe you shouldn't do that. Maybe you should try being someone else because they're telling you how they feel. So you, you don't, you know, just if they, if anybody comes at you with something says like, I don't think you should do that. Look at your brother, look at your sister, look at your, your uncle, look at whoever be like, Oh, good for them. You know, but that's their life, you know, but, but key part of that is, you know, also like, remember, like take, take good opportunities and don't, you know, don't just, uh, don't just be someone that talks about it. And I know you're not, but, but you just want to keep, keep doing it and let, let the work speak for itself. So, but that's the hardest part is other people's opinions, I think. Aside from that, the second hardest part is not having equipment, not having stuff, right? Not having connections, not having resources, not having something to edit from. You guys ever watch that movie Ratatouille? It's a fantastic movie. I watch it all the time with my daughter because I'm like, there's some, there's some gold nuggets in this movie for people that want to be professional artists. One of the things in, in Ratatouille earlier in the movie is uh, Remy, he's in like this, in this uh, place in, uh, in the sewer, right? And he's really hungry. And he like, he's about to steal some food from this kitchen that he snuck into. And, and then the Gusto, the, the, the little ghost comes out. He's like, what are you doing? And he's like, he's like, I'm hungry. He's like, he's like, food always comes to those who love to cook. And, and he's absolutely right. If you really love what you're doing, here's the key, and you don't have anything, you don't know anybody, let people know, put it out there and be like, hey, I'm trying to make this thing. I don't have sound equipment, right? Put it out and be like, do you know anybody that knows anything about sound? And then that, that's how you get resources. You work with other people. And, and something key to know is that your, your success, your success in this field or any field 
is not going to be something you do yourself. It's going to be something that you do with a bunch of people. Success is something that's given to you. It's a gift. It's not something that you just create yourself. Does that make sense? Cool. Yeah, and that's for any field. You have, you know I, know, I know lawyers, I know attorneys that are awful attorneys. And they're like, they call them fly-by-night, fly-by-night people. You know, you have them in every field, people that are mediocre. And I'm not, I'm not trying to be negative, you know, like everybody has a different level of drive, you know? Everybody has a different level of, ex of extremity. But uh, yeah, you just have to really, at the end of the day, you have to want it, you know? And uh, there's a great book called uh, Man's Search for Meaning. And uh, it's about uh, people that survived the Holocaust. Um, and, and this guy interviewed them. He wanted to know what's up, what makes them so special they survived. And he, he figured, after speaking to him, he's a psychologist, he figured that the people that survived the Holocaust, um, the majority of them, they felt like they had a reason to survive it. They felt like they had something they needed to do in life. Whether it was be reunited with a family member or, or go and be or crush it in music or literature, whatever. Some of them were like, not today, Hitler. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick around. Like, un until somebody comes up to me and shoots me point blank in the head, like, I'm going to survive this. I'm going to starve through it. I'm going to make it through. Those are the people that made it through the Holocaust. I'm not joking. That's, it's in a book. It's called Man's Search for Meaning. So in every career, the most successful real estate agents, attorneys, uh, dentists, doctors, surgeons, whatever, you name it. They're the ones that are hungry. And, and success to them, success to them is, a, is an activity. It's not, a bank, it's not a bank account number. It's not a figure, you know. It's not uh, a number of anything. It's more of a feeling, you know. It's a burning desire that you just can't, put, it's an itch you can't scratch. You know, you gotta get after it, you gotta get after it, you gotta get after it. Like, you feel like you're overwhelmed, that's right, you'll get through it. Just get after it, get after it. That's how you, that's how you become successful. Um, how did you start uh, getting work efforts? Um, asking people. So uh, uh, way, way, way back in, in the day, um, how many of you guys go to church or have a, uh, are members of a church or, or any nonprofit organization? Okay. All of you guys that raise your hand have an opportunity right now to go and do a professional project. For, for, for that organization. And what I did earlier on is I recognized that, you know, I had this camera and I was like, hey, commercials are made with cameras, right? I have a camera. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'll go and figure it out. So I, I went and I said, hey, um, I have this camera and uh, I think I have an idea for what, you know, you could use. Would you give me a chance to just make something for you? And uh, it's a lot like when you ask someone if you can make them a sandwich, you know, they're taking a chance on you. They might love it. They might hate it, you know, but just ask. Go and be like, hey, I just really want to give this a shot. If you don't like it, you don't have to use it. It's cool. You can tell me exactly what you think. I'm, I'm ready to be a, you know, a, a big kid. I'll take, I'll take your criticism. It's okay. Uh, or your critique, rather. And, uh, and just go and generate those opportunities by asking. 
most of what happens in your career is things that you put out there. I guarantee you that. Does, that. does that answer your question? Does that help? Okay. I think I don't know. I don't know how long we have, but I'll I'll, I'll keep going. I, I'm sure I could find the program somewhere. Yeah. Fantastic question. That is a great question. Thank you for asking that. What makes, us, what makes a successful video or any work, any creative work, is what, uh, what it compels people to do when they see it. So if you watch a, um, a movie, uh, an inspirational film about someone that has limitations, and then through the film, they figure out they have all these things that they could be doing and they do them. And then the guy gets the girl or they get into the competition and maybe they lose, maybe they win. But at the end of it, they find out something about themselves they didn't know before. And then you as a viewer, you feel like, you know what? I think I have something you know, in me that I need to explore. That, that film did its job because it made you feel inspired or maybe it made you do and conquer something or take, you know, take advantage of something, right? In, in the commercial field, what makes a successful commercial is, does this compel people to pick up the phone and call this number? Or, do, or does it make them go on this website? Uh, does it make people want to donate to this cause? Does it make them want to purchase this, this brand or this product? So anything in our field, guys, very important, very important question, is how is what you're doing helping to communicate a message that is making people do stuff? That's ultimately what is going to make you successful in this field. That's the number one thing. Does, is what you're making, is it, is it making other people do stuff? Otherwise, it's self-serving and you're not going to have a career, a career. In some ways, those are limitations. In some ways, having access to all this great equipment is a bad thing because it makes you feel like you're doing a good job just because the picture is clear and sharp and it looks good and you know, stuff. But in reality, like you just don't know that you're not communicating something you know, adequately. So um, I'm lucky that I got to start out on tapes and have all these limitations because I was forced to think, what is this video gonna look like? What is it gonna be? How's it gonna work? Who's gonna watch it? I ask all these important questions about the video before it's done. That way when I go through all the trouble of making it, I know it's gonna work. Right. So, so very important. Have, have a plan. Ask the who, what, when, where, why of, of what you're, what you're making. And it's going to, it might not be perfect. It's going to take time. It's going to take 10,000 hours to get it right. But you know, you're at least going to be in the right direction of making good, good content. Ooh. Um, well, you know, the thing is that you're going to need technology. You're going to need to get, eventually get your hands on some equipment, whether you team up with someone that has equipment or you borrow some money or you make some money, you go and buy stuff. You're going to need equipment because it's a technological field. At the end of the day, anything that is media related today is a technology driven pursuit. So you're going to need it. How you get it, everybody does it differently. I hustled my way to, toward my gear, you know, I did weddings, I did, you know, anything that gave me some kind of money, poured it right back into it. Every, every dollar I got, I put it away to buy something to help me do my job better. So that's, that fulfills the technology. Again, you can also partner with people.
you know somebody with a camera, you know somebody with sound, you partner with them, you, you, you're a good person, you, you know, you, you help them out, you, you know, you don't just ask, you give. Um, but then how you get your foot in the door, the number one way, and again, you're doing it right, is by first of all, more than anything, do it. Get out of there and make your, make your film. It's okay. Can he hear me? Can you hear me? You can't hear me. So, so the, the important thing is that you do, you make stuff. So, hey buddy, the, 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 the most important thing, the most important thing how you get your foot in the door is you, you make stuff, you make content, you make your films, you make your videos, and you go show them to people. And you say, this is what I made. I can make more. I have the stuff. I have the drive. I can do it. Because the more people that you know, the more people you know is the more opportunities you're going to get. You're going to get more chances to say yes. There's that saying, it's not, who, it's not what, you, what you know, it's who you know. It's very, very important. Right? So make stuff. Get your videos. Put them on a website. Put them anywhere where people can see them. Don't be ashamed. Your videos are going to be crap for, for years because you're all you know, young. So you, and you might be talented, but you're still, like, if you're talented now, you're going to be really talented 10,000 hours later. Okay? So put your work out there. Be like, this is what I did. This is what I did. This is my phone number. This is my email. This is my website. Make cards. doesn't matter. Like, know people. And then someone eventually somewhere is going to be that person that introduces you to that person that might say, hey, I want to see what you can do with a film. I want to see what you can do with a video. I want to see what you can do. Right. Yeah. I thought that this reminded me, one of my uh, film teachers from Capitol, uh, one of their friends was trying to be like a, a prop master for film. And he'd spent like hours like and years and years doing it. And finally he happened to be he crossed paths with Snoop Dogg. Nice. And Snoop Dogg said, hey, I heard you do this. And he gave him to Snoop Dogg, and Snoop Dogg gave it to, like, the head of the industry. Yeah. The yeah, and, and that's exactly how things work. You know, you just have to keep putting your work out there, and you have to keep your, putting yourself out there shamelessly. This is what I do. This is what I do. This is what I do. And then over time, people are going to, again, success is going to be given to you. Okay? All right. So I don't know if... That's our time or not, but you guys, awesome. Thank you so much for letting me talk to you. Um, that's my website. You can contact me through it. Also, on my website, I have a link to a podcast where I upload stuff. Like, I have conversations with other filmmakers and stuff, and I'll, I'll put them on there so you guys can get a little bit of wisdom every now and then from other people that I talk to. One last question. If you're in film, then is it, is it okay if you don't use any, if you don't use social media other than YouTube? Because I, oh, that's I a great question. That I personally, like, just don't like it. That's a, sure that's a fat question, dude. Um, short answer is you need to use social media because that's where people are. And unfortunately, again, like other people, you have to know other people. So I don't like social media either. I say I work there. I work there. I don't live there. I work there. Okay. So I, learn, to, learn to leverage it. There are books about it. I, you're, I know that you're a smart guy. You're, you're like, you probably like to read and, and, and stuff, uh, I'm, I'm assuming. Um, but, and so I'm like, I'm like that. I, I, I'm, I'm not a very uh, social person. Like I like to just get in my corner and stuff. But there are books. There are books that will teach you how to uh, leverage social media and you know, get, get more out of it. So if you don't feel like you're good at it, there's ways for you to learn. Definitely use it. Yeah. Yes. Really branch out, you have to reach any type of 
indeed. That's like the way to go. Yes. Yeah, you got to use it. 